Hello, everyone, and welcome to the CQ podcast with Emmanuel, Christina, and Ayo. This is our last week looking at community, so we hope you all enjoy it as we get started. Hey, you're right, man. What's up? Uh, I'm alright, I'm alright. How are you? Yeah, so so, man. It's been a long day. Long day, been a long week. I hear that. Uh, Christina said that she'll be through in a, in a couple. Yeah, I think I just saw that message now. <sighs> what have you been up to this weekend, though? Excuse me. Uh, not much, really. I'm just... Obviously, we've been in the conference, so I haven't really had time to do anything else. Uh, so how was, how was that, though? I oh, I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. What? Uh, were you part of it yesterday and today? Yeah. Uh, so, give me a brief lowdown. Okay. Oh, now let's see if I got this right. You, you're not taking notes? <laughs> hmm. Uh, Ayo. Hmm. Honestly, I've never been very good with taking notes since wow. since school. So come and see. Yeah, Hi guys. What night? Hello. No, no, no Christina, let him finish. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll greet you in a second. I'm grilling. Ah. I'm on here. Ah. Give me a second. Give me. I'm giving you. A, I'm giving you a second. Even Christina. Christina. So, hey. <laughs> so, so today we were talking about uh, fresh fire. Okay. Because you know that was the theme of the conference. So, um, so the script, the minister was talking about how God manifested himself as fire, uh, in the old Testament, how he was the pillar of fire for the Israelites uh-huh. when they were coming out of Egypt and yeah. they put it there as like, as protect them to keep them warm during the night and also as a guiding light. And then... He also speaks. Mm-hmm. He he he's an all-consuming mm-hmm. fire, and mm-hmm. it's a fire that that consumes other fires. And then he even spoke further about how the uh, the yeah. burning bush it was a signal to Moses to draw near to mm-hmm. the Lord. Mm-hmm. Like it, it piqued his yeah. interest, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. And mm-hmm. I'm just like re- very roughly paraphrasing. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Then we were we went through both Matthew and Luke, where mm-hmm. uh, John is speaking to the people, saying that I have baptized you with water, mm. but comes after yes. me. I'm not even going to hold his yes. sandals. Yes. He will baptize you in the Holy Spirit and with mm-hmm. fire. And he was speaking about how the Holy Spirit. And the fire, they are both, like, in the way that John was describing it, they were both different and the yeah. same. So, oh, that's well done, Sham. On that pressure, but you still delivered. Thank you. <laughs> it sounded like you were interrogating him. Like back in Italy, we used to have um, oral uh, exams. Like my friend told me about that actually. 
proper proper presentation and the thing is the teacher wouldn't tell you no advance notice no nothing and then on the day okay guys interrogazione and everyone's looking at the door like oh no and then just like yeah you christina just come out come out come out and you can't even say oh but you didn't tell me no you, you're supposed to be up to date you know with the notes with the knowledge so you just come out and then whatever grade you get it goes on your diary and then you know you average it with your other grades. Honestly, that yeah. would have been so much easier for really? me, though. I would have, yeah. I know about like, that. Wow. I know about all that. Because, like, <laughs> I remember for one subject that I really, with history, like, I knew all the facts, but because it was like all essays and okay, stuff. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I was having, I was having yeah. problems with the writing it down. So, if it was, mm. if, if it was literally, if, I think with the oral, yeah, I could maybe bust it a bit better, but. Is the is the no notice yeah. like? Yeah, like, the pressure is the pressure. Like, no pressure. That's why I'm a fan of notes. I can always refer back to my notes, and I think it's only recently yeah. in recent times that I've been taking down notes a bit more. So yeah. I hope everyone works in different ways, I guess, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I think that was a nice bit to start the podcast. You know. Ayo giving us the lowdown on fresh fire on the spot, man of God, you know, <laughs> with no notes here at the bag. Shout out you, <laughs> shout out you, man. Bless well, you, man. Bless so, yeah, you. I, I was just telling you how his day was or weekend. Um, how have you been, Christina? I've been doing fantastic, you're, fantastic, fantastic. You were part of the conference this weekend as well, no? Yes, I was there. I was with all your meeting people, so we were there. We were there. <laughs> we were definitely oh, yeah, there. Zoom, yeah. Conference, exactly, exactly. I think you guys are. But to... no, I, was say, I think you guys are the new pastors' kids, man. Since since I'm. I know. I was telling my mom. I was telling my mom that mom. I think pastor is missing Emmanuel like he's getting ready to miss Emmanuel <laughs> and he's already missing Emilia I, I can I can see I can sense it you know and my mom was like um sorry I'm no, really interrupting you but my mom was my mom was saying, oh, to be honest, we thank God that, you know, he's found other kids. I said, well, uh, for yeah. now, you know, I'm going to be <laughs> let people not get comfortable. I'm yeah. joking, I'm joking, but you know. Because even, even um, I think last week, she was, my dad was asking me, oh, was like, oh man, you're like, let me know when you're free this week. And I was like, really intriguing. I'm only going to be free on Monday. So that's when mm-hmm. I led oh, the prayer the on, on Monday or so. Because I've been working mm. all throughout mm. the week. Right. And then I was in commentary yeah. on Friday. And then I was working Saturday and today as well. So, yeah. You were in commentary? Yeah, I've just been busy, busy, busy. But it's good. What was your commentary? So, obviously, my old workplace um, is closing down. So, I just went to go see the people there. Oh. They had, like, a closing party. And I just used the opportunity to go see oh. see my other people, my kids. They were missing their dad, so oh. I went to go see my people. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. Bless you, man. Bless that's, you. That's been my weekend, Shaq. Okay. Thank God. Thank God. But yeah, um, if we're getting straight into it, 
I think even yeah, I briefly touched on something that I was gonna touch on with mm. um our running theme of community. Um, because <laughs> obviously we said that this week we're gonna be coming in and just be discussing our different points of views, like looking at different <laughs> um communities examples within the Bible and whatnot. And yeah. when I heard Ayo say fresh fire um and the pillar of fire um that the Israelites were given and the burning bush, I was just like, this guy's been looking at <laughs> my notes. <Your> notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I was actually looking at the children of Israelite this week. Um and I was listening to like the early chapters of Exodus this morning, well, this afternoon as I was as I was riding to work. Um and there were just a a few themes there which um I was really taken by. Um and there's a lot of unwritten um things that I was picking up on as well. Um mm. You know, they say that the Bible is not like your ordinary book. Like, um, mm-hmm. it is a, a book of facts that is open to interpretations mm. and revelations as well. So um, I was reading, reading, reading. Well, listening, 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 as Bengal was uh, speaking, <laughs> saying last week, how I was listening to the Bible. So I was listening. Um, I got to a point where um, the Bible talked um, about when um, God met, met with um, Moses and um, in Exodus chapter 3 verse 7 um, it says the Lord said I have indeed seen the misery of my people in Egypt and I have heard them crying out because of their slave drivers, and I am concerned about their suffering. And I've been listening from chapter one, and not once did I hear any mention of the children of Israel crying out to God or speak of their misery. And I was just like, this is a large nation, like, this is a large nation, Israel. And um, in chapter one, um, you see how from the time Jacob left to Moses that they exceedingly multiplied because um, it said that um, by, the cha- by the time of Jacob and Joseph was in Egypt, there was about 70 descendants of Jacob. And you see like um, in the Exodus, um, it's estimated that there's almost about 3 million or so. So I was just like, that's a that's a vast number of people for it not to be recorded once that the children of Israel um, cried out to God. And it was only when mm. Um, mm. God was speaking to Moses that he's, he recorded, uh, I've heard their cry. And it was just pondering on me. I was just like, at this time, they were in a foreign land. Like, Joseph managed to find... Um, safety in a foreign land for the children of Israel at the time and it wasn't their intention for them to remain in um, in Egypt but as their community grew and whatnot 
um, because of fear um, of their numbers, like a new king came into power and he feared the Israelites. He was just like, if these guys grow any bigger and we get into war, they're going to side with our enemies. Let's put chains on them. Let's put them to work. You know, like let's restrict them and whatnot. And I was just like, that's so insane that these guys were in slavery, but they must have in their quiet place in in the secret, because that's that's the only way that I can explain it. Like these guys were crying out to God in secret, like in their pain, in their anguish. Like the Bible records, like throughout chapter one, the Bible's just recording their anguish, how um the Pharaoh was even calling them lazy when the first time that um, uh, Moses went to Pharaoh to say, let my people go, the Pharaoh was just like, oh, you're saying, let my people go so you can worship your God in the desert because you men are, <laughs> you men are lazy. You don't want to, to work. And that's when Pharaoh even got more wicked. And I was just like, mm-hmm. how can... And like, I even believe that at that point in time, Israel must have outnumbered the Egyptians. But because of the insecurities that these guys had like they didn't know what they carried like this large community were forced to worship they weren't even worshiping they were just crying to god in secret like but one thing that i was taking from this is like that large community because they were crying out to a god that they didn't know you know like they knew of Jacob, they knew of Joseph, but they didn't know of God themselves. But they knew they had a God. You know, they were still crying out in the secret under this negative enemy rule. And I was just like, that's insane. Like, just imagine now. Yeah. And, 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 and one thing recently, I've, I've been relating the Bible a lot to like, recent times. And I'm just like, mm. imagine now, like, slavery 400 years ago or whatever these men have been taken to a foreign land and they are finding the energy and the strength to still pray to god with that with that little sense of hope left for that deliverance and then you know it's not recorded anyway that they're not recorded anyway that they're praying but they're gathering and praying in secret Mm. and then god just you know chooses one man in this time, who knows? And then God said, mm. heard my my people crying and suffering. I've chosen you to, to mm. be my people. And I'm just like that. <laughs> I said, just imagine. Just imagine. Like that is literally how I've pictured what has gone on inside Israel at this time. And I'm just like, when we talk about a community spirit, you know, like when people say, Oh yeah, like mm. the, the community spirit is so one they're so but like mm-hmm. these guys were under yeah. serious oppression and they still managed as individuals as a community to send that cry out to god and i was just like this is one of the greatest communities um mm-hmm. like known like and there's so many other things because this was even before that they were polluted with all their you know uh, all guess. their nonsense and bad behavior like it mm. it, it, it seems to be like when when you're in need, that's when you want to behave. But when you've made it in life, mm. that's when you 
you want to start acting up, you know? Mm. And, and I think it's just a mm. great example of like the humility that these guys um, conveyed in, in the sense of in their struggle, they still managed to to keep that sense of hope um, in their secret place. Um, can I can I just jump in? Yeah. Tell me if I can't, if you in case you're flowing and you just want to continue with it. Um. What I wanted to say is so interesting because as you as you're talking about, you know, Moses and the, the Israelites, there's this key words that you've used that link perfectly to uh, the book of Esther. What I wanted to talk about today, mm-hmm. you've mentioned hope. You've mentioned the 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 one person is actually changing the narrative mm-hmm. you know it took Moses to lead the people out mm-hmm. I'm thinking about Jesus I'm thinking about Paul it seems to be like this reoccurring theme of that one person is really the people showing the way to the people really making that uh, extreme sacrifice obviously with Jesus we've got the most extreme sacrifice ever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but even when I'm thinking about uh, the book of Esther We've got someone who she, uh, to be honest, some people might say, I mean, she could have just kept quiet. But as Mordecai says, then think that if you keep quiet, you're going to stay alive. I mean, you got to do something. And again, oh, for sorry, me. Sorry, Christina. Yeah. Are, are you connected to Wi Fi or are you using 4G or, or, or so? Because I feel like you're breaking up. Am I breaking up? Uh, it's my Wi Fi. Let me. Should I turn on my data? Is that going to make a difference? Yeah, it should do, I believe. Or maybe it's my headphones. I is it is Imagine. it only me or is it breaking out on your side as well? No, it was breaking out. Really? Sorry, guys. Okay, one Cause, sec. Yeah, because I'm because have... I'm trying to deep your points about um about Esther because even that's a another and 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 you're right in the sense of. God kind of uses um, one people to to unite to execute his his that's his, it. his plan. So yeah, I need to deep your points <laughs> properly. So um, like flow, 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 man. Can you guys hear me now? Yeah, yeah. Is it better? Yeah. 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 Okay. So yes, thanks, thanks, Iman. Yeah. What I, what I was saying is the the power, as you said, the power of the one. Mm-hmm. Um. And to me, what uh, caught my attention. I mean, it's a story that we all know, but I feel like every time that we read the scriptures, there's just so much, um, understanding that can jump yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Um. And again, it's this idea of purpose. Because in community, as you said, you talked about the numbers of people. I mean, the the larger the group, the la- the higher the likelihood of us thinking, I don't have to do it. Someone else can do it, right? Because there's so right. there's do you see where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. There's yes, there's so right. many other people, it's like, yeah. but hey, sorry God, but excuse me, why me? Why do I have to do it? Come yeah. on, there's three thousand other people, there's five thousand other people, surely it's not gonna be me. But mm. Esther, to me, mm-hmm. what, what is so powerful is that Esther listened to Mordecai and then she was like, you know what, what an action plan. You see where I'm coming from? When something mm-hmm. like that comes your way, that you're going to have to, you, you can potentially die, but mm-hmm. instead 
of um, focusing on the fear, focusing on the likelihood of you uh, dying or whatever, you say, do you know what? Action plan. Quick, quick, quick action plan. And the action plan is prayer. Prayer, fasting, and really understanding that, to be honest, it's not going to be you. Whatever the outcome is, let it be. But at least let it be known that I fought in the way that I know how to fight, which is how prayer, fasting. And to be honest, let's face it, when, when we're fasting, we're really inviting God to completely be our shield, completely come and win for us. And as you, as you were talking about hope, as you were talking about community, of course, um, the book of Esther, I think, is so, so perfect because it really shows us of the importance of purpose, one, the importance of unity. Because Esther didn't say, don't worry, I'll, I'll fast, I'll pray. She said, all of us, three days, no water, no food, we're going to be serious about this. So you can see the level of unity. You can see the level of agreement. They, they yeah. agreed. Do you see where I'm coming from? They agreed mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. it. And as a result, they saw the change. They received the, the change. And mm-hmm. I think uh, that's, that's the key thing about community. Uh, the fact that we recognize the responsibility that we have, which mm-hmm. is attached to the purpose and to the assignment that God has identified for us. And I guess another thing is there's no such thing as coincidence. When it comes to community, there's a reason why you are where you're supposed to be. There's a Mm -hmm. reason why you're born to a specific uh, family. There's a reason why you're attached to a specific community. There's a reason why you are in the kingdom of God. So to Mm -hmm. me, there's that uh, understanding that it goes beyond me physically. Community is about the, the, the direction the outcomes and the yeah the direction that the community can take as a result of you being in it if esther wasn't mm-hmm. there i mean <laughs> i don't know uh, but also if mordecai wasn't there i mean i don't know so within community i think is also about having those people that want to listen that have a home mm-hmm. uh that have humility and actually have a soft heart to say do you know what i'm hearing what you're saying Let's do something together because mm-hmm. the moment we combine our strengths and we attach it to the power of God, that's when we're going to see results and that's where we're going to see change. So yes. again, it, it links back to, to hope because it's all rooted and uh, the foundation of all, all of this is, is hope. So, yeah, I think it links quite perfectly to what you also say, Neiman. You know, even as you were speaking, yeah. I was remembering... Um, I even just pulled up my notes. I think like two Fridays ago, um, I was leading a prayer, and um, I was speaking on um, King Jehoshaphat in Second Chronicles chapter twenty, and um, he got news that his enemies were coming against him, mm. and instantly he went to the people. He was just like, "All right, cool." This is the matter at hand. But this is what we're going to do about it. We are going into lockdown. Everybody pull up the fasting, pull up the praying. Like, you know what it is. You know what time it is. Let's let's get it. No dilly-dallying. Yeah. I don't want to die. You don't want to die. Let's go to God. You know. ASAP. Like, and, and, and this is, again, King Jehoshaphat wasn't even the greatest of, of one of the kings. But he knew 
what he had to do to get a result. That's it. Action plan, honestly. He, he knew what he had to do. And like when I was yeah. going through that book of um Second Chronicles 20, like there are so many points in there that I'm even yet to expand. Like he was when I mean he was doing the, as if he was going through a checkbook, like he hmm. went to go and f- he called he called people to come up fast, he went to the prophets, um, he made declarations, like he worshipped, they prayed. I was just like this guy. He, he knew what he needed to do and mm. he knew that he couldn't do it by himself. That's it. Key thing. He, Key he thing. knew that he couldn't do it. He knew that he needed not only the support of the priest, not only the support of the worship team, but he needed the people. Yep. He need, like, there's, there's, there's advantages of the multitude as well as yep. the disadvantages, you know, mm. as you were saying, a lot, yeah. a lot of people want to sit on the sidelines and, mm. you know, pass off responsibilities to other people. But recognising the role of individuals and mm. recognizing how important their role is um in in bigger issues is so mm. important um mm. yeah like that's where that, like, that, that that's why i literally just remembered that like joshua was another one who recognized um the importance of the importance of bringing people together for that one cause mm. Mm. you know that mm. yeah that, you know what I actually I I love this because what would you're just flowing from one idea to the next and it all just links together so so nicely. Mm. Um like because when you were speaking, Christina, and what and when you were just speaking now, Emmanuel, it just made me want to go back to Ephesians uh chapter four, where it's talking about unity in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. So like I just want to pick out uh, verse two just as a starting point where it says, always be humble and gentle, be patient with each other, make allowances for each other's faults because of your love. And verse three, make every effort to keep yourself united in the spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. Mm-hmm. And like that's like, as you both said, the sense of, of unity mm-hmm. Within the within the community is such a powerful thing mm. because yeah think about what would have happened to the Israelites in so many situations if they weren't you on a if they didn't put up a united front mm. with Jehoshaphat if they weren't united I'm pretty sure they w- all would have been slaughtered Esther again without that that concentrated effort mm. slaughtered even going as far back as as uh, as Gideon when he was like mm. this is to point about how we think that anyone can do it because there's a lot of us mm-hmm. <laughs> god spoke to, when god spoke to gideon and he was like you know what that's that's not really you me. got you got the wrong you guy, guy. <laughs> from two towns over you want that one but god was like no i've chosen you i've picked you out for this purpose mm. to lead community together and to root the Midianites and I'm just sitting there like wow so there are so many examples in in the Bible that we can actually pull from where we see that there is a clear power Mm. in a united community you know you know as you as you say that Christina even even um, this week in the group chat pulled up a, a scripture from Esther that's mm. the exact same thing that for yeah. a time and purpose for a season yeah. like yeah. this. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like you have been put in this place. Do you know what I mean? And even that Ephesians yeah. four that you're speaking, Ephesians is a special book because it's speaking of like oh Ephesians. I've been reading it all week. Yeah, like I've been reading it all week. It's one. It's one about the the body of Christ, like talking about yeah. all the members and all their significant parts. Like um, I remember one message that I was listening to like a while back now, and it was just talking about. Um, how can you imagine, like, like name name a body part that you could live without? <laughs> like, you you think about a body part. Imagine in in your whole state now, you there was just one part of your body that just vanished. Like, how radically your mm. life would change. Like, even if yeah, it true. was one of you, even if it was one of your little toes, you know, each and every toe that you have had a purpose. Yep. Like your ears has a purpose. Eyes, no. You name one member, your tongue has a, like every every hair on your head has a purpose. Like there's no part of the body that is not functioning. Like every, down to the microscopic levels of atoms. Like everything is essential for my well-being within my body. So why would I think that everybody yeah. in this world is not purposeful? Why would I think that um, me, myself, I'm just here to live life and go? That's, for me, that is <laughs> absolutely... I, I, I get... I get... Um, not anxiety, but I get... I get frustrated when I see people with so much potential mm. with so little motivation mm. like you cannot think that you were just put on this earth as a as a pawn as a decoration like, like if we're talking about the game of chess people consider the pawn yeah. to be one that is easily disposable like but the the pawn yeah, has like you know when the pawn reaches the end of the board, it can transform into anything. <laughs> That's piece. it. Yeah. Yeah. It has the ability, like, what? You you allow me to get to the end and I'll show you what I've got. Even, even before that, the pawn has the ability to still take the And this is my thing, like, it's true. The, the understanding, and I've, I think Christina said it off, like, the understanding of your of your purpose, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Moses yeah. was one that yeah. even before he was he was grown, like it was recorded that his mom was saying um that this is a beautiful child, like this is a this child is like like she was raining praises on the child that she had just given birth to. Like she couldn't just allow this child to get because at the at the time they were friend if they found out that they had a young boy, they were throwing these little kids into the into the river now. Mm. So just like, this one has to make it. This yeah. one. This one has got something attached onto him yeah. that he cannot be neglected. So much so that even when he went down to the... They put him in the basket and the um, princess saw him. She was like, no, where is his mother? Like Moses was raised by his mother for a period of his life. You guys know, like, 
the favor that yeah. followed this guy. Like, yeah. you can't just tell me that when this guy grows up, he just says, Do you know what? I just want to be a farmer. I just want to stay here in my uh, wife's wife's dad's house and tend his flock. Like, what? When he got the instruction from God and he went back to his father-in-law, I mean, his father-in-law said, go. <laughs> be gone. Like, do your thing. Yeah. Like, perfect. Like, when you understand the value of your purpose, hey. Mm, no one can stop you. That's the thing. Because, and that's the, that's the difference. That's the game. It's honestly a game changer. It's a little bit like when... Uh, you know, sometimes people that say, for instance, they've been adopted, okay? Mm, mm-hmm. So they will forever want to find their biological father or mother. Most people, not everybody, but, mm. uh, you know, a vast number of people will want to find the father. Why? It's because they feel like they're not really complete. They, they want to find that element to their identity that is currently lacking. And I mm-hmm. think it's, it's like that with purpose. Why are so many people unsatisfied on this planet Earth? Because mm. th- there's a sense of people a little bit lost. People, And that's why people can have all the money, all the this, all the that. But unless you've got God, there's always going to be something that is uh, persistently going to be missing. And even within God now, when you're not understanding how God is expecting to make use of the gift and talents that he's giving you, you're still going to have that level of dissatisfaction because you're not actually, um, it's a little bit like having a car, but you, you're not putting petrol in it. Are you going to be able to drive? So you can mm. tell everybody that you've got the car, but you're not driving it. You're not getting mm. to the places that you, you're supposed to be reaching. You're not getting mm. to the destination that is waiting for you. You've got the car, but you ain't putting the petrol in it. Same thing with purpose. God is actually giving all of us gifts, talents. But sometimes, as you were saying, Eamon, we decide, because it's actually a choice. It comes down to a choice. We're actually dormant. We're not activating that gift that God wants us to to experience, and there's a there's a reason why He wants us to um, put into practice those those gifts, those talents. And if we decide to remain silent about it, I mean, some destinies are not going to be met. So there's actually that responsibility that we all carry. But I also do think that it comes down to how we're thinking, because you know, when when you love someone, you fully do anything for them. So I think with community in God, it comes down to the love that you have for God and the love that you have for his people. You want to see the people thriving. You want to see the people marching forward. You want to be part of that um, revival. You you want to be there. You want to be part of it. You want to be not necessarily orchestrating it, but you want to be the vessel that God is going to use. But again, to reconnect back to my first example, when you're a little bit lost, when you don't really know who you, you belong to, it's difficult. It's, it's difficult to be at rest. I'm not sure if uh, you guys have ever watched the movie called Lion. It's this story, it's even on Netflix, it's the story of this uh, child. It's actually a real life story. So he was born in Pakistan, I think it was. And then something happened anyways. He gets adopted and he moves to Australia, okay? All his life, he couldn't rest. He could not rest. He had to go back to Pakistan and actually find his biological parent, his biological mom. Same thing in Jesus. 
the, you know when you you're, you're not going to be at rest until you know who you belong to that's step one step two is actually start walking into the assignment that is literally for you Iman, mm-hmm. you've got a specific assignment ayo specific assignment christina I've got that specific assignment. And as you were saying, Eamon, it then links back to this body that can organically function. But imagine if, as you were saying, one day our toe decides, hey, 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 I've been working so hard. I mean, you've got nine other toes. I can rest it out today, isn't it? Imagine what, what would happen. So it is that understanding that we belong to this whole body that together can move forward day by day day by day day by day then you get stronger and stronger and stronger and then it's all to me is also about the fact that there is nothing that together we cannot achieve all my days the power and when you look at the bible it's so amazing to see that uh people were actually pretty scared of the jews like they would say hey 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 don't, don't mess with them just just kind of leave them like i think um i was saying a few weeks ago when i think it was peter and john i can't remember um at the council that's it when yeah. one of the um high priests or i can't remember specifically he was like you know what maybe just leave them don't don't do anything to them because um you don't know what's going to happen after you know these people are like just don't mess with them. That's the thing. That's the sort of reaction that we want to be causing. I'm going to use the word causing on purpose. We want we want that reaction where as a result of that unity, as a result of that community, because God is our glue, isn't it? Once we have that, oh, my days. It's a, it's a, whole, it's a real army. It's a real full-on, full-on army. And there is absolutely nothing that us in the body of Christ, with God as our head, there's nothing that we cannot achieve. And we've seen it. We've seen the Bible. So it's down to us, isn't it? So, yeah. I feel like they should have broke out into that like, round of applauses or, you know, some some, some shouts of hallelujah because Christina yeah. went in to come and preach. <laughs> real, <laughs> real, real quick just now. Sorry, I didn't even prepare for it, but honestly. Be flowing, honestly. Oh, honestly. Hey, Tell you, you want to drink some water after that? Or... <laughs> <laughs> <It's good. laughs> more grace, more grace, more anointing. <laughs> uh, no, but even there was there was a point that you made yeah. that I didn't even want to interject. Um, there was a point that you made in, in terms of um, locating that purpose and. Mm. Um, recognizing that the purpose is not for yourself That's you're meant it. to fulfill you're, you're meant to fulfill that purpose but your That's purpose it. are attached yeah. onto others lives now and Literally. when you feel like you don't have a purpose you're denying somebody else of that revelation that interaction the mm-hmm. result of you fulfilling that purpose like you're delaying somebody else's and uh, maybe start or wake up or like we are yeah. well it's, it's a chain reaction i mm. you, you you you've done science like yeah. you have elements that react very well mm-hmm. with other substances to create an ongoing reaction when you talk about um the the uh the the, the combustion engine is a chain reaction you have your oil 
you have your um your air you have fire is a is an ongoing reaction the atomic bomb is a chain reaction it's like once one spark it's it doesn't stop it doesn't stop like the bible talks about how when one soul Mm. is one heaven rejoices Mm. heaven is a place of constant rejoicing so that means Mm. there has to be multiple souls added at every moment in time yeah do you know what i mean like Mm. we have to be the ones to continue this chain reaction we can't just rest with that one purpose that we fulfill. we have to fulfill our purpose fully fully and until that time comes where we all fulfill our purpose jesus coming back jesus ain't coming back we have to make sure that his plan and purpose are fulfilled before he will come back like the bible talks that about how the gospel has to go to every corner of the world Mm. every corner the places that you haven't even seen on the map yet every corner of the world so that's what we talk about purpose and that community like when we gather together in numbers the bible talks about when two or three are gathered Mm. come on man Mm. for real Mm. oh man Mm. But yeah, no, this was a, this was an interesting one. I think it just, you know, you know, we all went off on like different places, but we all kind of came. That's the thing, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's all mm. part of the same whole. It's all part of the same. Whole. It is same puzzle. Mm-hmm. Like you talk about finding your purpose. You talk about mm. the power of the individual. You talk about the unity body it's it's all related mm. to the same thing it and that's what what i said earlier that i love how it's just bouncing off each other because they're all so closely connected like together in mm. Point. Mm. you know what i mean i'm actually very happy that sorry sorry go on go on and... yeah so no i just want to quickly say um when emmanuel was talking about uh finding your purpose he kind of reminded me of uh sunday school this morning you know mm. the latter half of sunday destiny school. what are you talking about um yeah mm-hmm. about finding your destiny uh it was just something that that sparked into mm. my head for a second. obviously man was at work in it anyway so christina you can't just say yeah yeah destiny. no 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 it's cool that just that just proves that you're you're moving you're moving in the spirit. Oh, what, just so what I said was literally oh okay. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like almost exactly word for word. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, the, I'm I'm sure yeah, there are differences. Just... I don't know, you know, English is not really my first language. Stop. I don't know, oh. I don't know <laughs> what is my first language? But, <laughs> but, but when you say like this, you know, purpose, like. They're they're rooted from the same kind of thing. Like yeah. mm. you, you fulfill destiny, you fulfill purpose. Mm. It's like working towards a goal, um, like a glorified goal, kind of a kind of a thing. To mm. my, I mean, I don't know whether you guys have different definitions for destiny and and purpose, but I I, I feel like they're they're similar, unless there are differences that I'm unaware of. Mm. 
Hmm. Christina, were you say- teaching t- today? Sorry? I said, were you teaching Sunday school today? No, it was Auntie Bossa. Oh, uh, so, 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 would yeah. you guys say that there's any differences between destiny and purpose? I was, I was thinking, um, hmm. I think, I, I, I think I actually agree with what you said that they're very much linked, if not very much the same. Yeah. Yeah. No, I literally just, you know, sometimes I just generally think a lot in it. So <laughs> I just want mm. to be clear. Mm. No, I do yeah. think that are very much rooted, very much linked. I do agree. I mean, uh, I think this will be, you know, somewhere nice to finish off our session mm-hmm. with uh, our community talks. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, we've, we've come a long way in terms of, you know, navigating through some tough challenges within our, <laughs> our, our personal lives in this season of um, community being part of mm. the Christian community, being part of um, the Black yeah. community, and something that my friend even pointed to me first uh, a couple of, couple of days ago, he was talking about identity and how we're not Black Christians, but we are Christians that are Black. Like, where does your identity yeah. lie? Does it lie in your appearance, or does it lie in your faith? That's and, it. I was just like, that is so profound in the sense of, firstly, I belong to God before I belong yeah. to any other, any other, yeah. any anything else, you know. Mm. Um, mm. And um, understanding my identity and um, who I can relate with most will take me into the best course of, like, best, best course of action for my life, for my purpose, type of thing. Um, and it just helps me, I guess it will help us navigate life that much better if I put my identity in Christ, if I take my maker and make that my, you know, my default characteristics of this is who I am, I am a child of God, you know, mm, before mm. anything else, before I say I'm a black young yeah. man or I'm an aerospace engineer or... Hmm. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, my I am a child of yeah. God. To be honest, I think that would be a good um, episode to to consider because you can open it up so much more. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there's so many titles that we've become used to. Uh, mm-hmm. At- we, we've become used to attaching other titles to our identity but actually mm. they're add-ons you can yeah. you, you're good even without they're just an add-on to so what you're yeah, saying yeah. doctor engineer this that it's it's just an add-on and mm. it's so important to talk about that because if that's what you are considering to be your identity the moment you lose a job the moment this happened the moment, oh my days it's going to be yeah. that's it but as you were Everything saying, comes. if your identity is in Christ and Christ alone is a completely different story, your life is going to be different. But sometimes, it's, let's, let's be real, sometimes it's difficult to practically actually think like that day to day. You know, it, it's tough. Let's, let's be real. So, and that's what I was saying in, in the sense of yeah. like, throughout the past couple of weeks now where we have been navigating through these 
Mm. Um, tough times. Um, just being being able to lean onto, um, I'd say the most important community, the the body of Christ, has been you know our hope. Just to say, you know, there are going to be better days ahead. Um, mm. We've we've navigated yeah. COVID nineteen to some Trust degree. me. Mm-hmm. Um, Black lives are mattering more, I guess now. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, and it's just you know, there's always mm. hope for the future. But recognizing yeah. that my hope is in the body of Christ, and mm. you know, I cannot do this journey of life by myself. That I'm gonna need some assistance. That there are roles to be played within my purpose. Mm. Um, I think is a, a nice summary for myself. Mm. Um, what, what what about you guys? Yeah. Mm. Wow, yeah, I enjoyed listening to to the summary. Um, To be honest, uh, my summary, my overall summary is um, I've enjoyed seeing um, the difference that having this space has on me, like the, uh, the fact that it allows me to think even further about different things that I think God is putting in our heart to consider, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's also showing me the the fact that sometimes we can be treating different like today I think today has been the culmination <laughs> like the the icing of on the cake really where it doesn't really matter um, the fact that sometimes we may be having different perspectives it actually fits in nicely with uh-huh. uh, with with who God is you know so it doesn't matter uh, where you're coming from where I'm coming from where I or Benga's coming from at the end of the day we can really meet at the center the middle where Uh Christ is and Uh I think it's just encouraged me to use this perspective use this approach for other things in my life it doesn't matter if people are you know um, in conflict or whatever at the end of the day the answer is always going to be Jesus so so yeah I'm encouraged man I'm fully encouraged. Yeah. What about you, Aya? I feel like you have both just summed it up so, like, perfectly and beautifully. There's not really uh, much more to say. Um, So I'm just going to say this. I hope that everyone listening has, you know, discovered something new about uh, community because mm-hmm. I know we all have like we it's it's part of a journey as was said before and we're lucky enough to be partaking of it uh, together because that opens us up to different uh, voices different mm-hmm. opinions different ideas and it helps to cultivate our learning so I want to thank everybody who has been uh-huh. with yes. us on this journey so far, and we hope that you that you continue to do so as we learn more about Christ mm-hmm. and we learn more about each other uh-huh. in our next yes. session. So, so goodbye, goodbye from me too. Me. I'll see you all later. Bye bye. Uh, bless you. Uh, Peace and love, man. Bye. Bye Stay blessed, everybody.